Welcome everyone, Bez Hashem. We're learning Brachas on Nunchesman, the Bez, top line of the Amaton Rabbanon. We learned the Brachas, Haraya Bate Yisrael Bishuvan. If a person sees Bate Yisrael, Jewish houses, when they are inhabitable, they are dwelling there. Aimer Baruch Matzev Gavul Almana. In other words, it was originally destroyed and they rebuilt it. Then, what the moment make the Bracha, Baruch Matzev Gavul Almana. That by the Choram Bayis Rishon, as Rashi brings down, that um, there was, there was. Um, so I want to just point something out. I heard, um, I heard over Shemir of Eliashev's at Sal, that there is the famous Chorvashul. Okay, and we know the Chorvashul um, was rebuilt. It was destroyed and it was rebuilt, and the Rav Yashev Paskind that you should make this bracha. On the Chorvashu. And then apparently, I think there's a sign over there. Um, I don't know if you make it once only, or what, you know, uh, how often you make it, it's a different story, but um, that's an application of this Gemara in, in uh, our generation. Okay, so he said once again, I'm a Baruch Matzik Vul Almana. Almana, based on the Pasik. I'm sorry? What do you mean, like it's supposed to see in the picture? No, no, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking in in Eretz Israel. Yes, yes, yes. Correct. Yes, in in uh, Eretz Israel. Um, not Lord Marin. Correct. Baruch <laughs> Almana, and then he says further, if you see in the Chorbonon, if one would see uh, Yishuv of Eretz Israel in its destructive scenario situation, I'm a Baruch Dayan Emes. Okay, one would say Dayan Emes on this. Now, if you see Bate Oiv De houses of Oiv De Kleichom, idol worshippers be Yeshuvan, when they're dwelling there, Oimer, base, you say the Pasuk in Mishlei, base gay, Mizach Hashem, the house of an idol worshipper is, uh, is, uh, Mizgoe, they're arrogant, they should be uprooted by Hashem. If you see Berchorbanon, if you see the base Oiv De Kleichom, when it's destroyed, Oimer, Kel Nekomis Hashem, Kel Nekomis Hashem, which is we say in Haluka that Hakosh Baruch Hu is uh, the God of vengeance. Kel is Hashem's name of Chazak of strength. Kel nekamis Hashem. Kel nekamis Hashem. Zagmar vayt the Ulav Rav Chizda have a kaozli boorcha. There's a mitzvah now. Ulav Rav Chizda were going on the road. Kimatu apischa debei Rav Chino bar Chaniloi when they came to the house of the great tzaddik. Who was an Asher Gadol Rafchina Bar Chaniloi Negad Rafchizda Vaasnach Rafchizda got weak and he sighed. Now we're going to say that sighing is not a good thing to do. It breaks half the person's body, or some say the whole body. I mean, it when you sigh, it, you know, the same way like you could send negative hormones to your body and and they feel weak. So too you could send positive messages when you smile and you look in the mirror. And you, the, the mere fact that your mouth goes upward sends the positive hormones and you make you, makes you feel good. So sighing makes you feel bad. It breaks you. So he says, what are you sighing from? I'm a misnachos. Why are you sighing? I'm a misnachos. He brings a pasuk in Yechezkel that you see that when a person sighs, it breaks half a person's body. 
not just half. Af kol gufei shaladim shnema avoyaki yoyim reilecha malmo atonenoch. When they say to you, what are you sighing about? Vamarta el shmuah kivon v'nome is kol leiv. So you see, kol leiv it breaks the heart. So basically, his point is, he's telling you, I'm telling you, what are you sighing for? It's not good for you to sigh. So he's so Rav Chisda says back to Ula, you want to know why I'm sighing? I'll tell you, I'm sighing. Look what we just saw. We just passed by the house of the great tzaddik Rav Chino Bar Chaniloi. And what was so great about him? So he says over here, Gemara tells us, How could I not sigh when I see Beisah, when I see his house, there were 60 loaves of bread that were being baked in the morning and 60 loaves of bread that were being baked in the evening. And he was baking for any single person who needed something to eat. His hand was always ready in his wallet. <coughs> Why? The Sava Dimo Asi, excuse me, Ani Bartuvim, many, perhaps an Ani, a poor person would come by, and this Ani was somebody who was embarrassed to to ask for money, came from a higher level of a status. He didn't want to ask. It's a very embarrassing thing to have to ask. So his his hand was ready in, to give in his wallet. So as soon as the person would have to maybe start asking, he already give the person before he finishes asking even. So if he wouldn't have his hand ready in his wallet, so then by the time the person would start asking, he'd be embarrassed. So he'd like give him a little before that even. So you see now the destruction of the place that so much chesed, so much kindness was coming out from it. This and, and I shouldn't I shouldn't sigh when I see something like this. The Su furthermore have a Pesichin Lay Arba Bovi La Abrucha Ruchso da Alma. Furthermore, this might will sound familiar to you. He had not one entrance, not two, not three, but he had four entrances on all sides, like Avinu. The whole Dava Ayl the coffin nofik ki sova, whoever would enter hungry and famished, they would leave totally satiated. He would take a wheat and barley and throw it out in the famine years on the ground. And this way, whoever would want to come and take it, whoever would be embarrassed to take it by day, nonetheless, He'd be able to take it by night and no one would be able to see them and the embarrassment wouldn't be there. Ashton often Betilo, now that this house of such tremendous stock and chesed is laying in ruins, below Asnach, and I shouldn't I shouldn't uh, sigh over it. So now you know why I sighed. So Ula is going to try to appease his friend Rav Chizda. So Amr Lay, Ula says to Rav Chizda, this is what Rabbi Yechonin said about such a scenario. From the day the base of English was destroyed. There was a decree that was decreed on the houses of the tzaddikim. That should, they should be destroyed. It says in Yeshaya, about the Peronius that will come and befall before the Rishon will be punished. Hashem Tzvakois says, I heard, it was decreed, this is a part, part of the Pasuk here, I heard it was decreed by Hashem, Im loy batim rabim l'shamo yiu, g'doy l'metoivim mi'ein yoyshev. 
that the houses of the tzaddikim will be turned into a place of desolation. When is this? This is when Hashem's house will be destroyed. So, so number one, the house of the tzaddik was destroyed. Okay, number two. So you see, in the future, the house of the tzaddik or the tzaddikim that were destroyed will become come back and be rebuilt. The pasuk continues. However. Just like the base of Middash will come and be rebuilt, so too the house of the Tzadikim will be rebuilt as well in the future. And therefore, Ul is telling Rav Chizda, don't worry, don't have to uh, feel sad and, and, and sigh. However, Chazio, Ul saw that didn't help. His attempt to appease and to comfort Rav Chizda didn't work. So, Amalei, so first, Ula tried the the what I call it a religious approach. He took the psukim out of his pocket, right? He tried appeasing with the psukim. He saw that didn't work, so he took the emotional approach. What's this? Listen, there's no base amigdash. So so the Dayula Evid Evid is 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 the great tzaddik that we spoke about over here. That should he have a house and Hashem shouldn't have a house? Hashem doesn't have a house. So also he won't have a house. So that's the emotional approach. And he tried that approach to appease Ula. And therefore you, you don't have to be mitzayar that the house of Rav Chino Bar was destroyed because the Maisa at the end of the day there's also Chorim Beis Amigdash. And of course all the Tzaras come out because of the Chorim Beis Amigdash. Okay. Tanar al-Banan. Moving right along. Haroya Kivra Yisrael. person who sees Kvarim of Yisrael, Oimer, he says a bracha, which is, in fact, this is the bracha which we say, Boruch asher yotzar eschem badin, v'zon eschem badin, v'chilkel eschem badin, Hashem formed you with judgment, He sustained you with din, He gave you uh, food, what you needed, badin, in the future, he'll bring you back by Tchias Amesim, also Badin. When he concluded this bracha, he knows all of you. And some Bati Oidom, some cemeteries actually have the bracha. Right outside, before you go in to the cemetery. I want to share the oilam just one point after we say this last line of the Gemara. If you see Kiri Oivdi Kachavim, Oimer, Boisho Imchem, Moid Chafora, Chafora Yolaidetchem. As we said earlier, it's an embarrassment for that who gave birth to you. Okay, um, there's a Maril, which I believe is a Simon Dalid. Um, in the in the Mishnah Brewer brings down the Maril that he says everybody knows that when you leave a cemetery that you wash Negalasa. Not many people know that before you go in you should wash Negalasa. 
Now, if you're going, if if you're going for a levaya, you know, it's not, it's not the minute to go look for the water. But if a person is going to daven by kibbutz tzaddikim, there's Marish Mishterura. This Marish brings it down. I think it's a second long line on, 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 the, on the page over there. Right? It brings it to Maril. Maril is one of the great Shainim that we followed them in Hagen from. So, so uh, to wash your hands before you go in to daven or to go to the Kiryat Sadiqim. Just Sadiqim. Anybody. I'm just saying, why else would you go? I mean, your parents, right? Whatever. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just, uh, yeah, so you're supposed to wash, wash your hands before as well. Yeah, wash your hands before. Okay, fine. Let's see Gemara Vaita. I was just referring to, you know, we're going to Davin, that's all. 100%, anytime before you go. Omri B'Shubon Levi, Haroye Eschaveiroi, the person who sees his friend, who he didn't see for 30 days. La'ach HaShloshim Yoyim. Oyme HaBoruch Shechyonu B'Kimoni B'Giyonu L'Zman Hazeh. You make a Shechyonu. Now, this is not a brach which we make B'Zman Hazeh. And one of the ways that the Mepharshim understand this, explain this, is because in those days, we don't have we don't have communication like we had today. So you didn't see somebody for thirty days. You they have the level of excitement. You didn't hear from him. Now you want to send a, a text message across Tarek Yisrael. You get it there in three milliseconds. You get a response back before you put your phone in your pocket. It's a whole different world, right? So you're not gonna make a shechianu today when you haven't seen your friend in thirty days, right? Maybe make him. You don't know if he's alive. Ah, so. so let's let, let's go weiter. Now. He says, Let's say you haven't seen your friend after 12 months. You see that? Okay, so if you haven't seen your friend for 12 months, so you make a brach mechayim mesim. Now, they were talking with Shema Malchus. We don't do that today with Shema Malchus. Uh, we don't do it at all for the most part. But if, uh, some people, like, we'll see somebody, you know, I haven't seen him for 12, a long time. So, as, as not, well, I call it a joke, but like, uh, as a reference to the Gemara, they say, Ah, oh, mechayim mesim, you know. But not, not that uh, you, you, we do it today. Okay. Amar Rav. Ein amez mishtakech min alei ve'el ha'achah shnei mishtakech. The famous Gemara, we've heard that alei, amez, does not get forgotten from a, by a person until after 12 months have passed. Shnei nishkachti k'mez milei v'yisi k'chli oivet. It's interesting because it's actually a capital lamad alif, which is what we're learning here also in first later, <coughs> that the lave does not forget the person until after 12 months. Okay. Now, it's going to end with a, uh, a twist that can be difficult to understand. I'm going to say that in introduction by telling you I, not, I don't fully understand it, and I'm putting that lightly. It was more of like when you ask me what's pshat, I'm telling you I don't know pshat. Okay. But I will share with you a pshat. So you have Rapapa and Rapapa and Rapapa were traveling on the road. Pogu Bay, and we just finished learning Gemara that if you haven't seen somebody after a while, you should say either 30 days, Shechianu, after a year, they would say Tchias HaMesim, But they also saw Rav Chanina Bereide Rav Iko. Okay, so they saw the great Rav Chanina Bereide Rav Iko. Amrulei, they said, Bahadich de Chazinoch, they made a bracha, Berechinon Allah Tarti. Let's make two brachas. They see a great chacham. So they want to make the bracha that Hashem gave from his chachma to his yerev, to those, to those who fear him. So they made two brachas. They made a bracha that you, when you see a tamil chacham, and they made a bracha of shechiyonu as well. Okay. 
And the Hananiah Berei, the Ravika said, Ananami, I will also make a bracha. Kevin the Chazinchu, Chashvinchu, Ilavoy, Keshisin, Rivon, base Yisrael. So I see you, and you to me are as great as 600,000. And we had learned, if you see 600,000, you make another bracha. So not only did he make the same bracha of, of uh, making the bracha on seeing a Tamil Chachem, and making the bracha of Shechianu, he also made another bracha of seeing Baruch Chacham Harazim. Just like you make a bracha of seeing someone of seeing six hundred thousand Jews together. <coughs> now, he's not referring to seeing six hundred thousand Jews. He saw one person. Here I saw that pop over here. Okay. Now the Gemara takes a twist over here. Amar Lei, so Rav Papa and Rav Huna Breder of Yeshua say to Rav Chanina Breder of Ika, Chakimas Kuli Hai. Yeah, are you are you such a chacham that you are making this bracha of of on us or on me? Baruch Baruch Chacham Harazim. They were a little upset about this. They looked at him, or or a puppet looked at him. Yavi Bey Einaihu Shachif, and he died. They, they looked at him and he died. Dovber, you have chat. Yeah, that, we, we know we know what he did. That, that's not the question. The question is, why did he do this? Why did it look at him like this? And why did he bring him to a state of death? We know that Ayan Hara would definitely happen here. That's not the question. So maybe he denigrated seeing six hundred thousand. Maybe what? Denigrated. Denigrated. Six hundred thousand is, is one person equated. To so why why is that right for Misa? Okay, so he denigrated maybe six hundred thousand. Why? Where, where does it say that's right for Misa? So. The Farshim say a pshat like this. The Farshim say a pshat. Who, who died? The one who gave the brachas or the one? The the, the, the one who gave the bracha to the two, right? Rab Papa, the, the one who died was Rab Chanina Breder Raviko. He died. They gave him. Those two gave him the two brachas. They gave him two brachas. He gave a third. And he gave. He gave a third. He gave a third. So when he gave a third, he they died. say they looked at Rab Papa, looked at him, and he died. The one that gave the yes. The, the reason he died is because uh, he didn't accept his uh, brachas. He, he, he was offended by all these brachas. Why did he give a reciprocal bracha? He, he didn't give a bracha. Yeah, he gave a bracha also. He gave a third bracha. Not only did he give two, but he gave he gave a third bracha. So what, one of the way reasons when the Mefarshim explained he died <coughs> is let's bring us back to a gemara we had earlier in the Masechta that. Shmuel Anavi was also supposed to have died, been punished and killed, not killed, but died um, in the early stages of his life. What did he do? He 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 uh, he was of Fneiraba. He passed in the halach in front of his rebbe, and and Eli the Kain told Chana, his mother, he's going to die. He was Meira Halach of Fneiraba, and she died and she saved his life. She died to bring to creation. She died to save his life. So someone to learn that he was Meir Halach of Rabbah. Okay, so it was actually Rabbi Yisrael. It was, it was, if you think he is so right for getting that one bracha of, of being a, one person to get the bracha for 600,000 people, 
So they want to learn that he was more Allah from Rabbi. He passed an Allah in front of his Rebbe. He passed an Allah in front of your Rebbe. It's Chayv Nisa. Like I said before, and we learned this Gemara. It's hard to understand, right? <laughs> okay, that's like my uh, way out on that one. That's one of the many pshatim as to why they died. Now, we do find this concept of one person can be shakal, connected 600,000. Where do you find this? Right? By Moshe Rabbeinu, that he was shakal, connected to all of Kaiser. This, this we find, this concept. Okay, let's give let's see it. Okay, so now we get into the next part of the Mishnah, well, not yet, but, but another point. A person sees freckles. Okay, you have to know it's the freckles that we have today, but a person who sees some of that freckles, he would say, Hashem is Mishana Briyos, changes the creations. May say, now. How do you say, he says, Mishana Briyos, if you see a dark person, if you see a red person, or you see a very white person, maybe an albino. If you see a person that has a big stomach, you see a midget, rather, a person who has these warts all over his body, that's when you say Mishana Briyais. But if you see someone whose arms are amputated, someone who's blind in both eyes, someone whose hair is like matted down, or someone whose legs are amputated, or someone who has boils on his body, or people that have uh, these freckles on them, so you say dynamis. You don't say Mishana Brius. So which one is it? So when it says like Kasha. You hear the Kasha? First we said you say Mishana Brius on the freckled person. Then we say <coughs> that you make a dynamis. Okay, so like Kasha depends if it's a person who has the freckles from his mother's womb. He's born with them. Or it's a person that was well you had it after the fact. You could see that that if it was it, it came on the person after the fact because we said in the price of dumya dikiteya. What does it mean kiteya? Person who had arms but they were amputated because the person who who was an amputee you wouldn't call him somebody who was an amputee if he was born like that, right? So the mere fact that you see that is that the uh, kiteya means his amputated arms means that it happened after the fact. That's when you say dynamis shmamina. So too by the <coughs> By the person who had the freckles, also, if it depends if it was born with it, then you say Mishan Abriyos, or if it was later, then it came afterwards, you die in MS. Tonobanum, similar to Mishan Abriyos, Haroya Peel, Koif Vikipuf, one would see a an elephant, a monkey, or a similar um, animal to a monkey. Here. They call it a vulture. Mm-hmm. Okay, different opinions there. They call it a vulture. Okay. You both have the same English Gemara. One called it a vulture, one called it an owl. Maybe I'm 
Right, no, it's, it's, it's fine, it's fine. It's a different, different lines. <laughs> okay, different opinions in there. Okay. Baruch Mishanas Okay, and that we had mentioned numerous times that um, in regards to the elephant and the monkey, that the reason there were people first that would turn into these creatures, <coughs> these animals. So it's Mishane, that's why it's specifically changed the Brios. Okay, raw Brios toy voice. If you see someone who is exceedingly uh, handsome, beautiful, or Ilonus toy voice, or very nice Ilonus trees, Aimer Baruch Shekachaloi. By Lomoy, you're blessing Hashem that He created these beautiful creatures, creations in this world. Now, we learned in the Mishnah that on the Zikin, you say, The question is, what are Zikin? That's the question. So now we can go through this over here. And for all the astronomy boss, we're going to need your help and get to the astronomy Gemara in the next few lines. Okay, David, I hear you're very good with astronomy. <laughs> okay, says the Gemara, my Zikin. What are these Zikin? Omar Shmuel, Koichva de Shavit. So some learn it's like a shooting star. Okay, has like a like a tail or a stick. Meteor, meteor, yeah, like a comet perhaps, right? So Shmuel actually was an expert astronomist. He says that he knew the streets, <coughs> the stars in Shemayim, just like he knew the streets of Nardoi. Okay, so he knew what's up there, just like he knew his streets down here. Except for this shooting star. He didn't know what it's what it was. So if you don't know what this Gemara is about the shooting star, so you could say you're mechavin to Shmuel. You know, because Shmuel didn't know about that either. Okay. Okamiro, we had a Kabbalah, told you, Ovar Kisla, when it looked like this uh, this form of a stick, it would not pass over the mazel, the astrological, uh, the sign of Ksil. Okay, it looked like a stick. Fine. However, if it did pass by the mass of Ksil, the world would be destroyed. I, I really don't know what these constellations are talking about here, but we're going to try our best. Uh, he says, You see that this it would this mazel of Ksil would pass by, and yet the world would not be destroyed. So Mara says, that the reason why the world will not be destroyed is zivehu do'ovar. It's it's not really that it would pass by, but it's like its flash of light would pass by. And it looked like it itself passed by. But the actual um, consolation, this, this mazel itself, did not really pass by. Vaiter. Rav Hunab Reiter Rav Yeshua Amar. Rav Hunab Reiter Yeshua said in regards to the Zikin that it's a viloin who... It's the light that was revealed when the sky and the bottom heavens would open up, which was called Viloin. Okay, let's see further here. Rav Ashi Omar, 
Kaychava who the Akar may hide the Kisla. It's like the star that was like uprooted on one side. And you would see its, uh, its friend on the other side. And the second star would um, would get scared. And it looked like, you know, someone was like, like jumped, was petrified. And that's what you would see on the other side. Shmuel Rami, Shmuel has a, has a kasha. There's a contradiction. It says, Aise Osh. Ksil Vikima. The Pasakaniyo says that first it says Osh was comes before Ksil. Then it says in the Amois, Ksiv Oise Kima Uksil. Then you have Kima in front of Ksil. Okay, it's sad. How do you understand the Psukim over here? It seems to be a contradiction in the order of the constellation. So the Gemara says. If not for the the heat the, of the seal, the world will not exist because of the coldness of kima. If not for the coldness temperature of kima, the world will not exist because of the heat, the temperature of the seal. So each one would. Balance out the other. Gemiri, <coughs> we have a Kabbalah. Ilav Uksa the Akriva the Manach Benar Dino. If not for the tail of the scorpion of the constellation of the scorpion that's resting in the river of Dinor, it also um, a person who would get Kolmanda have a Teriko Le Akriva. Whoever be bitten by an acre by a scorpion will have a chaye, will not live. But now that the tail of the constellation of the acre of the scorpion is resting in in the Nardinor, then a person who would be bitten by this this akrov, he would be able to still possibly survive. That's what Hashem said to Eoiv after Eoiv was complaining about the ways of Hashem. So Hashem said, "Has kasher ma'adono is kima oy moishcha is ksil tifateach." Can you tie the mazol kima in order to have the the cold and the heat together in order for the world to be um, in existence? So the the proper balance of the heat and the cold is what gives the world its proper existence. My kima, okay, very good. So now we discussed about this kima. Well, what is kima? So if you were wondering that, so the Gemara has the same question. So Amar Shmuel, Shmuel says, Shmuel says it's kima kimeya. What does it mean? Like a hundred kimeya koichve? It's like a hundred stars. Amri law, and some say the mechanfi that they're gathered together. Amri law the mevadron that these hundred stars are scattered all over. If that helped you, great. Um, let's go further. My Ash, we said earlier the Maz of Ash, Amr Rabbi Yehuda, this is what's called Yusa. Okay, so now we know Ash is Yusa. Well, what's Yusa? Oh, Yimacham to the Gemara. My Yusa, Amrila, some say, Znav Tle, it's the, the tail, 
of of the tle of the sheep. And some really call it the the ram, which is really from which is what that's they have over there, the constellation of so some call it Arius, right? Now, it, the question is, it's supposed to look like a ram. A ram is an aisle. So I'm not sure why the Gemara refers to it as a tle, as a sheep, right? Okay, well, what, this adds to my lack of understanding of the constellations. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I hear you saying a sheep, but, but still, call it, call it a ram. Why call it a sheep, right? Young, young. Young, young one. Okay, or oh, maybe. Varilah. Some say it's the head of the eagle, of the calf, which is the muzzle of the ox. Okay? It's like one who said, um, the tail of the tle. So Hashem proves to Eoiv, and he tells him, are you able to direct the constellations of the Ayish and Yuso together, which which you're not, so that the world doesn't get destroyed, the more destruction doesn't happen. Alma, Chosro. So you see that that uh, that uh, the Ayish has other stars with it, and if not, if, the, if not with it, it would cause uh, a whole disturbance. And in the tail of the tle that is visible is Ketir for the Torah. Turn to Nantesa Aleph. It's Ketir for the Torah. It's like you have a hammer that's hitting down on a, um, on the, what's it called? The Patish. The, the black, the black. The anvil, anvil, yeah, thank you. Okay, fine. Let's just get to the two dots over here. A few more lines. We have here discussing the mazel v'hayd the oslo basro. This that goes after the ayish, after the mazel of kimo, which is a chelik of the mazel tle, and it looks like it's running after it. The omro law ayish lekimo ayish says to kimo havli benai. Return my my children. In other words, give me back my stars. Mm-hmm. Because at the time when Hashem wanted to bring a mabul to the world, not all, how did Hashem bring the mabul to the world? Not all, Hashem took two stars from Kima. And through that, there were two holes that were created, heavy mabul oilam. That's how the mabul came to the world. Ukshabikish lasasma, when Hashem wanted to uh, stop the mabul, not al shnei ayish usasma. So Hashem took two stars from ayish, <coughs> excuse me, and sealed it up. So that's why it said, give me back my stars. Now why didn't he just, why didn't he, Yakash Baruch just take the first two stars and put it back where you got them from. I can't answer that question because I don't understand any of this. <laughs> okay, fine. So he says, "Lehad law. Why, why didn't Hashem?" He says here, "That's Gemara's question. Why didn't he just mafsid kima the shnei kuchavim?" 
So Gemara answered that question we just asked because Eina Bar Mismale Michul Yosei. So Gemara answers that if you dig a hole and you take earth and you dig out that earth and then you want to fill it up, <coughs> that same earth that you dug out does not fill the hole you just dug from. Just as a reality. So Gemara is answering that's why Hashem didn't put those two stars back where they came from. You'll say, well, what does stars have to do with earth? Which is what I said, I don't know. <laughs> okay, but that's I mean, Gemara's answer. You can't do that. I mean, they're comparing it to regular things. Right. It's that, no sense either. It's that we, we can't do it. We right. Can't do we, Hashem it. could do anything. So right. Yeah. yeah. I, it, it, you could say, you could say that it's for us to be able to relate to in our world yeah. that the same way we can't, that in Hashem's world, the way Hashem created that that creation, so I know it's still hard to understand. Yeah, like I said, it's a very different, complicated uh, Gemara. Yeah. Hashem created the laws over there. Inami, another understanding, so this is something we could possibly understand, that we know that the prosecutor does not become the the defendant. So these two stars that we're taking out to create the marble shouldn't be the two stars that stop the marble. So that, that perhaps we can relate to to some degree. Okay. So Gemara says, So just create two new stars. Why does it take two stars from somewhere else? Right? Just create two new stars. Gemara says, no, you can't do that either. Because like Avram Gadalia said, Hashem has, in his world, he has a, a rule book as well that he follows. And it says, There's nothing new under the sun. So everything that was created has already been created. Nothing new on the sun. Amr of Nachman. In the future, Akash Baruch will return um, these stars, the Ayish to Ayish, that were taken from in Shinemar, the Ayish al Banea Sanche. In the future, Ayish, uh, for its children, meaning it's those stars that were taken away, will be comforted. How do you comfort someone or something to the highest degree? You return that which is taken away. We say, Hamokim. All could be the one who could comfort. How does Hashem fully give the full comfort? That's by by Hashem will give the person back. That's the complete nechama. So here also Hashem will menachem the star by giving back that which was taken from it, and we will stop here.